Welcome back, family. This week's guest has dedicated his life to public service and has spent decades ensuring public safety. Orlando Barnes has a long career in law enforcement and as a lawyer, helping to make sure that the community he's a part of is as safe as possible. We're very pleased that he was able to make time in his busy schedule to talk to us about his distinguished career and to give us some advice on how to enter public service. Take a listen, let us know what you think. Let's go. Welcome back, family. Uh, I promised you another episode as quickly as possible, so we're going to go ahead and get right into one of our newest family members, somebody that uh, at the Brownstone we've been very impressed with for a very long time. Um, You know we love to introduce you to a lot of professional people who are doing uh, amazing things and have had interesting journeys. And I don't know if we've ever had someone with the credentials that our next guest has. And I'm not going to uh, introduce him. I'm going to let him introduce himself. So please uh, introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are and how you got to where you are. Okay. Uh, good evening. Uh, my name is Orlando Barnes, uh, born and raised in uh, Washington, D.C., um, right now, uh, I serve as an assistant sheriff in Prince George's County. Um, but over the years, I've been in public safety uh, probably since 1985 and um, have a law degree, uh, family man, and I love riding motorcycles. So that's a quick thumbnail sketch of, of who I am. But um, I'd love to talk about uh, the wonderful world of public safety and whatever else you'd like to talk about. So I want to ask this question. Let's start off with at the beginning. At what age did you decide that you wanted to dedicate yourself to public service? I was uh, 21 years old. Um, I was uh, probably, uh, uh, matter of fact, I was not long after my 21st uh, birthday when I applied uh, to be a Prince George's County police officer. So I remember it like it was yesterday. The years go by quickly. Being a police officer is not exactly an easy profession. Um, I would imagine, having having not done it myself, I'd imagine that um, it changes the way you see the world and it changes the way you approach the world. That's a tough decision for someone at 21. I'd imagine it's a tough decision for someone at 21 to make. Um, Was there something that led to it or is that just something you were always interested in? You know, the only thing I can can say about... um, the decision to be a police officer was um, the one thing I always thought about with uh, police work was you help people. That's the only thing that I was familiar with at that time. If you were if you were lost, you went to police officer. If you had a question, you went to police officer. You know, so at that time, you know, I, I recall hearing the uh, radio advertisement to join, and I said, yeah, I, I like you know helping people. I like helping the public. So. I wouldn't say it's a, for me, it was not a tough decision and it's not been a tough journey if, if you're doing it for the, for for the right reasons. If you want to help people, um, it's a, it's a great profession. And, you know, there's always, um, some difficulties in a job. You have to deal with some danger. Um, I think the training I received was outstanding. I think if you apply the training as you receive it, you can approach any situation, but, but in my experience, by and large, a lot of what you do is is helping the public, and, and sometimes you're helping them by protecting them from others, but it, it's about service. So that part of it I've always enjoyed, 
and and it's made my my journey uh, great. You know, I retired from the police department um, after 20 years. So, um, and and as I say, the years go by quickly, but um, it's been a it's been a it was a great ride for me. So, how how many years total has it been in uh, public service? Um, 20 years um, with. The, as a police officer, and I've been with the sheriff's office for going on nine years now. Okay, you're making a a, um, a clear delineation between the two, and I guess maybe I know for myself it was a question that I had uh, once upon a time, and a lot of people won't know the difference. What's the difference uh, between the police and the sheriff? Well, it, it, I, the first I think depends on where you are in the country. Okay, um, I think historically, you know, nationwide. Every state has a county. Counties have elected sheriffs, and depending on where you are, um, in some jurisdictions, you know, the sheriff does everything. They do all general law enforcement duties. They provide all courthouse security. They deal with all the warrants. They manage the jail, um, deal with those types of prisoner issues. If you go around to most major metropolitan areas, um, they may have a sheriff's office also, but they'll, you know, probably concentrate on um, court orders, court security, that type of thing, and and the jurisdiction will likely have um, a police department. But um, where there's a, a a distinction, we have a, a police department operating as well as a sheriff's office. You know, the police department will deal with general response to 911 calls, um, general law enforcement duties. And the sheriff uh, may concentrate on enforcement of court orders, um, may handle jail operations and court security. So that's probably um, a, a quick snapshot of the difference. But they both are fully, you know, authorized law enforcement officers, um, but the duties um, kind of separate a bit. So when you first got on the force, um... I think most of us have our experience of, uh, or, or like what we know about officers is from TV. I mean, <laughs> and every TV show makes a police officer look completely different. So we have no expectation of like what we should, you know, what we, if we want to get into to law enforcement, what it will actually be like. So do I come in and, you know, I'm in a car and we're riding up and down the streets and, <laughs> and seeing all types of crazy stuff, like, like cops or. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say probably one thing people can do um, in most jurisdictions is if you're interested in law enforcement, go to your local, you know, police department or sheriff's office and say, hey, you all have a ride along program. And, and the ride along program, you know, lets you um, ride with an experienced officer while they're out um, doing their duties and you get to see firsthand what goes on. Um, that's a good way to do it. Um, but, but yeah, but, but otherwise, um, it's, uh, you know, it's not like television. I mean, there's, you know, TV kind of dramatizes a, a lot of things, but, um, I, I will say that, um, there, there, there are some good things that are portrayed in some of these TV shows. I've been impressed by some of them, but, um, it's. I will say it's a great profession. It's like no, no two days are identical. You're dealing with a lot of um, issues in the community, helping people in a lot of ways. So it's always changing, and and it can be fast, fast paced at times. 
Now, you you retired at some point, and from you went and became a lawyer, right? Yeah, well, I was well, I was you know working on the agency. I went to law school at night mm-hmm. um, and got my law degree. So when I retired, you know, I wanted to practice law. So so that's what I did for you know for for a few years. Practice law, did a lot of um, you know a lot of family law. Um, cases, but um, and again, just kind of gravitated to that because I wanted to continue to help people, and mm-hmm. and I had volunteered um, with a, um, a legal service bureau, and you see a lot of people in the community who who couldn't afford legal services but needed help. And one of the things that um, at least our law school did was encourage lawyers to provide pro bono service, you know, to help those uh, who could not afford legal services otherwise. They encourage you to donate some of your time to help those with in need with their legal issues. So so I did that and I enjoyed that, um, along with a normal practice. Where's the drive to, to serve come from? Uh I'd have to say uh my father. Um you know, as long as I you know as early as I can remember, he was always helping somebody with something. Mm-hmm. Um, we we would help <laughs> we would help people move. He would help the neighbors. He, if somebody called in the middle of the night needed some assistance, you know, he would help them. So, so to me, it just seemed like something you're supposed to do. If somebody needs help and you can help them, you should. So, I can honestly say that's. I used to always wonder, and I just thought, man, I guess that's what you're supposed to do—just help people. And 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 he and he did that, um, and and he sacrificed a lot to to help people. I mean, he he give he give somebody the last ten dollars he had if if they were in need. So 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 he's a good man. Not everybody turns um, the example they're given into. I mean, into a career that you've spent the last uh, few decades doing and doing successfully. Um, it takes more than just wanting to be in, in it. Um, I think you have to, to find your calling in a way. Um, when did you realize this, this isn't just a job, this isn't just something that I'm interested in, this is something that I was born to do, so to speak. How many years I, then did you decide, like, this is what I'll oh be doing my- for the rest of my life? Oh my gosh! Um, I think I think for 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 most professional uh, law enforcement folks, when they get into the job, you don't do it for the money. It's a it's a different type of job to mm-hmm. to be boots on the ground in the community, helping people like right here, right now, um, is is a big deal, and you can't take it lightly. Um, and but you also. Um, have to want to do it. I mean, you have to want to do it, not want to do it for the money, not want to do it for, you know, any other perks. You have to want to help people. If you want, if you come in from that mindset, anything else you get after that, in my opinion, is just an extra bonus. And, and I know there's a lot of people who, who've met, you know, uh, good public servants who go out of their way to help people, and 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 they should be, you know, the, the norm. So for me, early on, um, you know, like they say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So, um, and, and, and that, and, and, and the public safety profession, I mean, you're not really 
punching the clock and, you know, saying, oh, man, I can't wait till 5 o'clock to get off. I mean, you work, you do the job, um, you enjoy doing it, and, you know, time is, I'm not going to say uh, meaningless, but um, there's a lot of folks that will tell you, um, you know, in public safety, you work weekends, holidays, you work, you know, special occasions when there's weather emergencies. You know, you got to stand up and and go to work to serve the public. And probably the best example in my experience was on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, so much, you know, obviously was going on. And you have procedures to call people back and, you know, get everybody back to work. I didn't see that. I saw people who were, <laughs> I heard of people who were away on vacation, who were working their way back to get to work because they knew they'd be needed. So, you know, we had folks who, they were there. I mean, and I mean they were there um, because they believe in what they do. So it's not, you know, it's, it's a different type of profession. And if you want to help people, there's, believe me, there's more enough opportunities to do it, um, you know, 24 hours a day because it is a 24-hour-a-day job. So for the young people who want to get into being an officer, um, whether it's whatever agency it may be, um, there's always the question of, uh, at, least, at least in my experience for the people I've, I've known who've gone into law enforcement or have considered it, um, what, what about my friends? Um, you know, everybody knows somebody who may not always, you know, look at the law the same way. Did you ever have to experience that where you had to, to look at a friend and decide if I want to live the life I want to live, this person has to go or, or someone came to you and said they couldn't be your friend because of your, your, your career choice? Um, I've never had anyone, you know, say that to me. Um, but, but I will say that because of my career choice, um, you, you know, you, you have a lot of responsibility when you work in public service. And I, and I think that's the case across the board and, and you know, a, a lot of professions in public service. And, you know, you don't want to embarrass yourself, embarrass your family, embarrass the profession. So you do have to be very careful of uh, who you associate with and what you do. Mm-hmm. And you may have the best intentions in the world to not do anything wrong. Um, but you have to be mindful of the people who want to gravitate to you or the people that, that you, you know, are out with. Um, and, you know, let's say it's nothing personal, it's just business. It's like some people, um, it, it's, it, it's just like with, with the profession, you, you, you do have to be mindful that you're setting an example for everybody. It's not, and it's, and, and it's on and off duty. You know, it's not just when you have your uniform on. It's everyone knows you work for the government, be it at the courthouse, be it in the judges' chambers, um, you know, be it in the in councilman's office. People know you work for the government, and they expect you um, to conduct yourself accordingly. So for most people, it's not difficult at all. Um, if people find it difficult, then I would say then it's probably not the profession for them. And just like with any profession, um, there's good folks and bad folks, and everything is not meant for everybody. 
uh, I believe a person who is uh, going to, you know, uh, do wrong, they'll do wrong as a mailman, a delivery person, a pizza guy, you know, that's just in their character, in their nature. So and when it happens and in public service, um, because, you know, folks in uniform and public service are probably the most visible representatives of government. So people really watch what you do. So you, you really have to um, not bring people into the profession that is credited profession. Um, a lot of times it doesn't present itself right away, and that's why everybody has to be, um, you know, mindful and, and supervise people well and make sure that you got the best people providing the best service to the public. Did you ever feel more of a responsibility as an officer of color to be, uh, I guess, representative of, um, I guess, all the positive things that, that, that law enforcement can bring? I, I, I would say that, that, yeah, everyone should, because you, you, you hear enough bad one bad story of a person in public service will just spread like wildfire across the nation. And all people will see is that was a police officer. They won't focus on what jurisdiction it was or what agency. And people can sometimes make the assumption that they're all like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I tell people, what you know about public service is what you experience from the person directly in front of you. You know, be it that fireman that helps you, be it the, 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 the judge that you see in court, you know, be it um, the officer or the deputy who comes to you. That's the face of public service to them. And I tell people, as opposed to what you see on television happening in some place away from here, um, what do you experience right in your community? You know, that's what you should focus on. And I'm thankful to say that we have a lot of people who, who have had positive experiences because um, we have a lot of professionals who work very hard to give the best service possible. And that's all it is, providing the best service that you can. Um, how, I guess, how do you guys go about, um, how, how would the public maybe go about highlight, highlighting the good officers that we run into. I mean, it's very easy to go on social media and find out, you know, all the nonsense in the world. But how would I say, you know, I got pulled over today and it was a positive experience. They were just letting me know, you know, I had a tail light out and, you know, I, I they just told me, go ahead and get it fixed. Gave me some advice on how to do it, that type of thing. Because um, just like we've all had, you know, experiences we may not be, you know, excited about. I've I've had instances where it was a good experience, but there's no right, real way right. to uh, to it's, express you know, that. It, well, it, I, I'd say it is. I'd say that for for any public uh, service position, um, people work for you. They work, you know, they're paid by the taxpayers, and, and people have to get involved in their local communities. And one thing you can do, and and not just police officers or deputies or. You know, it could be, you know, the, the, the person at the DMV office. If you get one, good service should be the norm. That shouldn't be unusual that, you know, you, you know, shock you. So, but if it strikes you that you really appreciate what they do, because 
and, and a lot of basic leadership and supervision courses, you know, you reward the, the behaviors you want to have repeated. So if somebody did something that you felt was exceptional or great, um, take a moment, shoot an email, uh, send a letter to the head of that agency. Um, and when in doubt, you know, send it to the mayor, the, the, the you know, county executive, the governor, but and they'll make sure it gets to who it goes to. But, you know, take a moment to say, hey, you know, I was at this place. I had this experience with this person. You know, um, there's a lot of people who go out of their way to to help folks, um, to, to make sure they're addressing their concerns. And I would love if people could take a moment to, to write a commendation because that encourages not just them to, to go the extra mile, but their coworkers to see they're recognized for going the extra mile. And people do notice. You know, we've all been places where, you know, we've got poor service. And because people say, hey, nothing's going to happen to me. Nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's listening to, to that. And just like you say, you've had the opposite. You've had people who've done great work, who who really, even though it might be minor, but they took the time to understand your issue, your need, and make sure they addressed it. And sometimes it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit you right away. It might be two, three days later, and you might go, "Wow, that person actually stopped, got it behind from behind their desk, you know, walked to the other side of the building to track something down for you." You know, you could say they didn't have to do that, but they did because they wanted to help you. And we have a lot of people in public service that do that. So I'd say if you ever have that experience with folks, uh, take a moment, um, shoot an email to the head of the agency, say, hey, I just want you to know, you know, this person, you know, really helped me out. I think they did a great job. Or, you know, just just drop a line. Um, I'll tell you, at the time of celebrations years ago, um, there used to be a point in the retirement celebrations where people would actually have gone through an employee's personnel file mm-hmm. to read some of the commendation letters that you know the employees received, and that really um, is probably one of the best parts of the ceremony that people can look back and say, you know, your work was truly appreciated. So, um, and you know, and the, the flip side of that is, you know, if you get bad service. We encourage people to report that, too, because, believe me, a lot of supervisors and managers, if they're not standing there, they may not know what, you know, what's happening. So it goes both ways. You have bad experience, yeah, report it. You know, let us know um, because people want to make things better for the public. And also the opposite, uh, people love to see that, employees are doing a good job in serving the public. Okay, you've been in this for a very long time from both, I, I would imagine, the entry level um, and and now management to use the, the analogy or keep the analogy going. Um, what's the thing that people don't know about officers that you wish they did? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one, I, I guess, um, I don't. I don't want to say that people don't know, but it's um, a good question. I, I would say that um, for for me, um, you know, police officers are human. Um, uh, they can have good days and bad days, just like everyone else. 
Um, and that's, that's, that's for all of us in whatever profession we're doing. It just seems to magnify um, when you're in, in these high-profile public safety positions because, you know, people don't have time for your personal issues. They want you to provide them with service. So if you're having a bad day, people want you, hey, keep it to yourself. You know, focus on this task. But they're human. So um, not to say that that's an excuse for, for uh, behaviors people don't want, but, you know, understand, you know, uh, they are human just like everyone else. Um, you know, uh, you can have some, some uncharacteristic behavior from, from someone that, um, you know, you could just attribute to having a bad day. Um, they go through the same stresses that everyone else has. You, could, you know, there was a time, I know when I was a young officer, um, you came to work every day. I don't care if you were sick, um, sore, you know, because you knew that um, there were no replacement officers. The public needed you, so you really wanted to be there for them. So I, I can tell you, I remember one day I came to work, I had gone to the dentist um, earlier that day, and the, what is it, the uh, the numbing Novocaine or whatever started to wear off. And I'm telling you, my jaw hurt some kind of bad. Um, but um, I did not want to leave my squad short um, uh, because it just, it can create, you know, dangers for the other officers. You know, the public could need assistance. So you pretty much said, well, I'll suck up the pain and, and go to work. Um, but, but, but that was a rough day for me. Um, <laughs> You know the pain, but you have to kind of block that out and 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 help the public. So you know we got folks you know who are going to work every day who are doing their best to try to serve the public. They could be um, coming off of a of an illness. They could have a you know a sore leg, um, but they're there for you. So um, so so they're but they're humans just like everyone else. They're they're not robots. Um, you know, we, we, we strive for perfection, but none of us are perfect, and, and folks are trying to do their best. What's, okay, what's next? Like, you've done this for a while. Um, you've reached a pretty high level in, in, in the sheriff's department. You, um, you've already retired from the police department. What does the future hold for you? Um, I, I think we all look around, and, and we see folks that are working um, well into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. I think the longer that you live, learn, experience, you have, you have a lot to offer. So um, the first thing I'd say is, is I've done a lot, um, but there'll be there's others who are coming behind me who are going to do uh, a lot and, and probably even more. So I've been blessed. I am fortunate. Um, I've, I've made the most of the experiences and opportunities I've been given, but, uh, but I, I'm by no means you know, perfect, um, but I, I do the best I can. Um, I am at an interesting place in my life um, where, um, as I say, the years go by quickly. Um, they go by quickly, and you reach a point where you have to kind of take a step back and, and reassess. So... And it's not something I did probably 20 years ago. You know, you're so busy working, working, working. Um, but as you know, you get older, you have, you know, 
Uh, you know, my wife of 30 years, I've got grown adult children. I have grandchildren. So, you know, your priorities and, you know, things kind of focus on uh, family and, and a lot. So uh, I can just say I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. I'm not the type of person that, that sits back and um, has some some grand plan or, or plot of things I want to do and mm-hmm. uh, accomplish. I'm I'm just blessed. I, I try to make the most of the opportunities that've been presented to me. But most importantly, is I want to serve, be a good example for uh, my coworkers, um, because uh, they're they're going to be you know leading leading the agency and leading the public service effort you know long after I'm gone. So that's really my priority to make sure that the next generation of leaders. Are, are ready and able to step up um, to continue to serve. Speaking of the next generation of leaders, how do how do I get, how do I become an officer? The, um, the the first thing I'd say, and and you know, and I, and I, I like to, to kind of speak generically in, in, in the public safety realm because I've been in public safety so long. Well, gosh, I sound old, but anyway, I've worked <laughs> with officers, deputies, firefighters. Uh, paramedics, correctional officers, state attorneys, and I have tremendous respect for all of them. They're all part of the criminal justice system. They all are serving the public um, in, in their capacity. You know, I've been blessed to wear a couple of hats in this arena. Um, so I would say that for those that want to serve, particularly in public safety, um, you know, consider the options that you have in your community. Um, you know, because they're all different, um, and 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 I and I think it's an exciting situation to be in for a young person because not only can you do public safety in your own community, but they have these same professions throughout the nation. So you can say, "Hey, I I want to be you know a, a deputy in Los Angeles, or I want to be a firefighter in Chicago, or you know." I want to be a prosecutor in Miami. So, you know, you first have to decide, you know, where your interest lies. You know, take a look at what the, the minimum qualifications are for that profession or agency that you're applying to, um, and, you know, prepare. So I, I'd say that, you know, someone who's 18, because in some, um, some jurisdictions, some of those occupations are open to you, and even if not that occupation, another position in the government until you're old enough. But, you know, look at where you want to be. Um, look at what their um, hiring standards are. You know, start preparing. I tell folks for particularly the, uh, you know, the law enforcement and firefighter um, professions, you know, and corrections, you got to be physically fit. So, you know, <laughs> start working out now. You know, don't go and apply for the position and then have not prepared and you can't do a push-up or, you know, <laughs> run with no stamina. Um, so, you know, people, you know, really have to prepare. But, um, you know, looking back and thinking about it, it's like there's, there's, they're hiring across the nation. So, you know, if there's a climate you have an interest in, a community or a city you have interest in, you know, don't limit yourself to your own, you know, little area. You know, broaden your horizon. Um, I encourage folks to go on a ride along. 
um, go to the agency and see if you can do a tour. Talk to the people there and, you know, try to get a feel for them. Um, there's a lot of opportunities, but, you know, you got to do your homework. There's a lot of things on the Internet now that can help you. But um, the other thing, particularly in what they call trusted positions, is, you know, your, your criminal history has bearing. So, you know, you can't, you know, engage in criminal behavior. Um, you know, you can't, um, you know, think you're going to drive a, a, a vehicle owned by the government and you've got, you know, tons of tickets and speeding and crashes on your driving record. You know, you have to, you know, really, you know, modify your behavior possibly. Um, but for most people that come to a profession, um, you know, they have good moral character, they want to serve uh, many people, like myself, coming in. The only thing I knew about public safety when I came in is I wanted to help people, and like you said, what you see on TV of the police. Um, so, but beyond that, I didn't have any family members that were, you know, in public safety or anything like that. So I came in completely unaware. Um, but I can say that my training experience was amazing. Um, I think the instructors went out of their way to, you know, help me as best they could, not just me, of course, everyone. Um, and I've you know, just tried to practice what they taught, and, you know, it's, it's served me well. But from there, um, you're always learning. You know, just because you go through the police academy doesn't mean that's it. Uh, they have uh, in-service training every year. Tons of training that folks, you know, go to. Obviously, higher education. You know, for me, I went to law school after I got my college degree because uh, I love the law. Um, but you're always learning. You know, it's just so much to learn. Um, but I will tell you, time goes by quickly. So um, what, what seems like yesterday, um, you know, for me, really began 34 years ago. I want to thank you for doing this. Um, you've answered some questions that I've had for a while, particularly when it came to, to uh, public service and public safety. And uh, we would love for you to come back again. I feel like we probably haven't even touched the surface or barely scratched the surface of, of what we can have conversations about. So uh, let me extend the invitation to, to, to come back anytime you want to. And um, I think that uh, it may have become cliched, but it's still important to say thank you for your uh, for your service to the community for all these years. Um, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your your busy night, and um, I guess we can't say thank you enough. Oh no, no, not a problem. I, you know, I, like anything else, you know, I have a responsibility um, to to dump every bit of knowledge I have in my head out to everyone else because. The, a lot of people out there that um, I need um, to take my job um, because I won't want it forever. Um, and the pump needs folks that are dedicated and committed to service. So anything that I can do to for that cause, and, uh, um, you know, I, I am always uh, here for you and your team.